Okay, let's like get to it. Hey everyone, it's Cassie Fuchs. We're here again for another Atlanta realness, real estate realness, and Amber's with us. So yay, hi, happy Tuesday, almost Friday. I hope. Um, if y'all hear chewing, it's because my, our mascot Sly Dog has a bully stick, which we won't go into what a bully stick is because I just got some enlightening information. But he's decided to post up on our sweet, stylish guest's foot on his nice shoes and leverage it to hold his bully stick. So I apologize for any chewing or slobbering you hear. Uh, yes, we're here with ATL Real Estate Realness Podcast, and I've got the most we've got the most amazing guest ever. Um, you may have seen him on Project Runway. I'll let him kind of introduce himself and explain to us all of his expertise. And I wanted to bring him in. This is Nicholas Komar, and I wanted to bring him in because he's got so much experience. And I just so happened to meet him. Um, I had a listing in Buckhead, and he and his uh, partner looked at it, ended up buying it. And um, I was walking my dog through there, I guess six months or so ago, and he said, "Come on in and see what I've done." Oh my God! I walked in. It's like it's like the mecca of real estate interior fashion. So, without further ado, if you want to. Introduce yourself, Nicholas. Well, He's looking Nicholas. at me like, what? <laughs> hey, everyone. My name is Nicholas. We're kind of chill over here. Um, and that was, that was a funny time because that was such a fast close and also a fast see. We, we saw that house be, not because we found it. You guys were so of, decisive. Well, a friend of mine said... That's right. My new girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Was... Um, was like, you need to look at this house. And I, I Don't I you like, love when your friends start looking for you? Yeah. When you're and, looking for a um, home, they start sending you links from Zillow or whatever. And I was confident that I needed at least 2,000 square feet. I still am. But she... Um, the ceilings are so tall. It's like a cathedral. She was like, come look at this place. And I know it's only 16 or 1,500 square feet. I think it's 1,602 feet. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And... Um, and it was at such a time where, when the market was going so crazy, like you had to make an offer before you saw it, or yeah. right after you saw no it. Loans, I mean, no appraisals. There was no a lot, and then all the like, and and we pulled up in like some probably old, you know, BMW or whatever, and like there was a line of like AMGs, Land Rovers, <laughs> Range Rovers, like people seeing the house after that. So we were pressured. And we mine like, was the beat up one with no bumper at the time. <laughs> No, you had that little AMG. Yeah, but the bumper was missing. Oh, that's no. a whole other story. Um, <laughs> but y'all walked in. I'm like fabulous. Uh, like these are our buyers, and your agent was so fantastic. Is yes. But go on. Love I'm sorry. With them. So like, so no, it was just we off. felt so pressure to to buy, and it was like, at you think you want to try and evaluate everything, all the issues you have, like from your previous house, like. Like, I wish I could go stay a night in the house before I even right. make a decision to be, be like, cool what's the noise level or whatever, but, but everything's fine. You have to go fine. on faith. I mean, especially at that point, you had to go on faith, you know? you Total faith. Yeah. I mean, it's it was almost, it's like sight unseen almost. And it's like, what's this, the worst? I always tell myself when I'm stressed, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you could resell it a year from now and make double your money because of appreciation slash inflation. Yeah, that's true. Or it's, you could do something amazing with it, which yes. is what you did. <laughs> so, so we went in and we um, completely did a renovation, and we were very lucky and fortunate to be able to use the sale of the prior house to pay for the reno renovation. That's for amazing. This house, um, and totally did not understand anything about COVID pricing at the time. Yeah, I don't think any of us did. It was um, so weird. 
I've done renovations. My GC did renovations prior to that. We were set on a number. We were like, okay, this is this is the number. We inflated the our budget. number by forty percent, and then wow. after that, everything was over double of what we both oh, imagined. Oh, really? Contractors were so hard to get. Even the good ones that are loyal to you, they still were raising their prices, and then lumber went up. Everything yeah. went up, right? So did it take you longer than? And it did take longer because um, we just couldn't get things in the door uh, to finish. Everything's the... on like back order. Exactly. So that was also the time where that was the time when a two by four cost fourteen dollars. Oh my god! Do you guys remember that? I yes. do. Like that's like worst timing for for that yeah. type of build up. Yeah. Well, so, I just read that they went down lumber prices. But anyway, go on. I want to hear more. So part of the project of coming to that house was. Um, so we can rewind a second. I have a business in Atlanta. Yes, it's under my name, Nicholas Comore. Um, it's it's branding and uh, branding design first and foremost. Um, and we've started to actually work with businesses to help them grow um, by utilizing their brand, and we renovate their brand and um, help them grow. And it's not just interiors, but products. Um, all sorts of things that we uh, we engage with. I do have a background in design. Uh, my first degree was industrial design. I did oh, really? my cool. second degree was a design in luxury menswear design, and um, and then after that, I just washed away all of that and went to Coca Cola and became a design <laughs> manager. But I joked that I got my honorary MBA, my master's in branding at Coke. Um, <laughs> And That's then so I, cool, though, because it's yeah. multifaceted. So yeah, you have all these experiences you can pull from, like the corporate. Absolutely, up absolutely, design. and I think every something that I put in front of every client presentation, no matter what I'm presenting, um, there's an artist in um, a U.S. artist, Jenny Holzer, um, and she became famous for these truisms when she started out. And one of her truisms was, "All things are delicately interconnected." Oh, I love and I that. Truly, I love that. And I truly live that way because you know you you can pull from fashion, you can pull from design, you can pull from something you see. You don't want to appropriate, but you want to um, you know inspire yourself. And um, and so that's yeah, because anybody can go get. Go to SCAD and get some design degree, but not everybody can. See I even teach at SCAD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. That's I amazing. Do. I wish I'd known that. My sister went there a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago. And then she went to Creative Circus. Have yeah. you heard of that? Uh -huh. It's behind your neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah. But I love the, the multifaceted look into life because it's how you get ahead. Everybody goes to the to college to get your degree. You have this this you one lane, this one lane that you go down. If you don't have anything else to pull from, no other life life experiences to pull from, it makes you very bland. And mm -hmm. and you may be very good at what you do, but if you don't pull from other things, just like I'm a great loan officer, I'm an amazing loan what officer. What was your degree? But my degree was psychology. Um, and there you I go. Pull, That's I why you're a good loan officer. All the way, all the time. But I feel like Mine you know, you have to be more than just a good loan officer anymore. You got to be good at marketing. You got to be good at oh, communicating. I mean, there's just so much more to it. So I totally agree with that. Evan. Totally part of the school of you do what you don't yeah. study. Um. That's right. <laughs> right. Just no, really, college was a chance for me to grow the hell up. Mm -hmm. Like truly, mm -hmm. but you do you pull from those experiences, and Absolutely. hopefully you learn something along the way. Uh, Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. How did you end up on Project Runway? Because I'm fangirling. I watched all your stuff this morning. I ended up on Project Runway. Um, 
they I had applied actually before my fashion degree. I was oh, really? such a bold a little show. asshole who, um, <laughs> who was like, I can do it. I can totally do it. Can. So that was the se- it was right after the season of Anya and she mm-hmm. had just won, you know, with the whole bit that, you know, she had no background in design or, or fashion design. Yeah, and cool. I was like, that that was empowering. I was like, I can do this too. Um, I applied then, I did not get in, and then I went to do um, my degree in fashion design, and my portfolio was out and available for everyone to see, and at that time, they did reach out and they asked um, if I would be willing to consider to reapply. You're like, I'll consider it carefully. (laughs) (laughs) Rejected me before. That's so fun. So, um, so that was a... Was it awesome? Did you hate it? Did you love it? You know, I call it boot camp. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, it was so interesting. I did have a little bit of PTSD afterwards. I, I was nervous. Um, Cameras don't help either. Like, I woke up um, from a dream once that I thought Tim Gunn was asking me to <laughs> string together popcorn to make a dress. Oh, God. Was, oh and that's God. the type of stuff he would ask you to do. Oh, I, yeah. I, I was just like, <gasps> I don't have enough popcorn in the bowl. But I, I bet you. Cover all the bits. I bet you learned crisis management like skills oh, like when that, you're yeah. in the middle of that with and it being on so your much feet. pressure and oh yeah total yeah. pressure pot yeah. so and competition um, and I didn't win but um it doesn't matter you still won because you got on there and you did <laughs> you won in life <laughs> that's awesome I'll say I didn't win because I didn't do women's wear before that so mm. do you do it now or no well you don't do apparel anymore. I do some design oh you yeah do. Mm-hmm. Very cool. that's another, another if I ever get married I'm calling you you can I'll pay you a lot of money to do it. Because <laughs> if I ever get married, it's going to be probably a couple of years from now, and I've gone this long, it's going to have to be fabulous dress. Fabulous. You know, and venue and everything. Yeah. But anyway. So you were just saying how, before I interrupted you, I'm sorry, how you have you enjoyed doing these renovations? and? Absolutely. I mean, you have it's two homes, right? You have two homes, um, and and then there's also, because of that, as a result of that, you know, the work is starting to pick up, and... Um, Wonderful. And I call that the special project side of the business. So, that's um, so cool. I, I it's entirely word of mouth. Um, and got to be in that little black book. <laughs> got to be in the little black book <laughs> for two reasons. So you're not taking on crazies like I do all day in my business. Well, yeah. there, and there's Cassie and I have to deal with and calling. There is something to be said for client vetting. Um, oh, yes. really though, it ain't worth it sometimes. But uh, yes, two places that I renovated to sort of be show houses of like what is possible and um, and what I like to do with clients is I like to invite them. I like to cook mm. for them. I like to create a That's whole so experience cool. at home. Oh, I love that. Um, ultimately, what it ends up becoming becomes a catalog of where did you buy this? Where did you get that? Where did you You're get like, that? just Google it, dude. <laughs> take a photo and take and, and use Google reverse, reverse search. search. Yeah. That's what I did um, with Mark's wallpaper. <laughs> So, uh, so yes, renovating and um, it, it just it gets to wake up a lot of the the background that I have. You know, you oh, start with the aesthetic. Like, how are we going to do this? What's the brand of this space going to be? Mm-hmm. What are the opportunities so that we have that here? Um, for the longest time before renovating the cabin um, in Western North Carolina, it was a very just standard like kit log cabin. Uh, that um, was built in the 60s. And oh, cute. But it has so much charm. Uh, well, well, it's turned it into something else. Now so, it's fabulous. Uh, all, all that remains are the original logs and the roof. <laughs> um, do you rent it out? or how do you... No, we don't it's rent it out. It's just for your own personal there's, use. 
too many fancy things. It's too scared. To I can't. I can't. Now you showed me the house, and that's awesome. I gotta see this cabin because I, I know. love cabins. The cabin is super cozy, so it doesn't have like a big view of a lake or you know. It's firm. It's getaway. It's, it's it's centered in a bunch of hemlock trees and oh, really I love that. really great energy to this space. I I would say when you're buying a house, like that's probably the most important. Oh, thing. Oh, you can is, tell when you walk in if there's is, bad juju. It's um, a real thing. It's and to it, feel out the energy. That's what we were talking about. Like, you know, the absolutely do and, you know, you've got to be able to see the aesthetic of the space and know that you can make changes and that you can. Nobody does that anymore, though. They're all watching HGTV and. They just want, well, I'm just saying you need, I I think clients need to. They don't see staging or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because to be able to, especially in this market, to be able to get exactly what you want at the price point that you're willing to pay. You've got to be flexible. You've got to, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible. You've got to be flexible, but then ultimately what you build, what you do actually becomes a uh, connection to you in that home, yeah. in that space. And I think that's so much more fulfilling than Way walking more. into something that's completely prefab, pre-made oh. and, and doesn't have your vine in it. So Or I, any love and char- yeah. you know, character to it. Yeah. And I've met a lot of people that just don't, no, like they just they have no idea they, where to start. They don't know where to start. They don't know how to even evaluate the space. So I would say, like, if something feels good about the space, don't rush into a decision. I would say almost well, you had to. I had to. I had to, but at least I'm a designer and yeah. I, I could yeah, set the true. vision right. Yeah. Um, so brings me to the point. It's almost like there's a a title and a role for an invented new role. We're inventing so many new mm. roles today, right? Yeah. So. It's almost like bring a designer hot, with you. Bring a vision designer, yeah, like yeah. someone to help you with your vision for the space. Do you ever space. do stuff like that for people too? Um, actually, I mean, that's I know it's really we start. We start our design work that way uh, because it comes from more of a brand direction, mm-hmm. like how. Like what is like the board, opportunity? Like a vision board almost. Like here's it is a vision board, to... but it is very specific to actually what is achievable. Some like when I'm teaching class yeah, a lot of the students I would say the majority of the students will pull images of things that excite them visually like but it's <laughs> but it's not necessarily achievable. like it's not achievable or or it doesn't even actually fully relate to <laughs> what you're seeing so yeah. it's like okay let's if we're looking for a house that has a floor plan of 700 square feet you know in this room don't pull your vision from a room that is like a 3,000 square point. foot room. Right. Like find images that relate to mm. the space exactly. You know, if you have like two little windows that are barely pouring any light into the room, don't pull an image that is floor to ceiling windows. Blackout shade and darkening. With all, you know, so like be very specific about what you're, what you're, um, sourcing and putting onto that board and and i like i feel like i want to just teach a class on that that would be that's amazing i would love to i'll pay to go i would love to take (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so that's relatable in any industry in any walk of life any person's life in general like even if they're just looking for a car like you have to be realistic about your lifestyle and what you're trying to achieve and what your needs are on a daily basis and your home especially though and so I'm very lucky that people who come to my home are all like, Aww. I love this. I just want to recreate this. That's what I loved about it was the earth. I loved the earthy feel because I felt like, oh my God, I'm in like botanical gardens meets, you know, the high museum meets, you know, it was just so warm, but it still felt modern, mm-hmm. which is hard to achieve. We've talked about that before. Yeah. 
I was thinking about like how the how the percentage breaks down. I would say it's probably yeah. eighty percent natural inspired, then it's ten percent high tech and then ten percent personal. And it's kind of minimalistic, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels warm. Everything is tied into a theme. Which then that. things start to like, you know, I can't wait to see it again. You'll have to let me come, ah. come see. We'll we'll have drinks soon. Love it. Um so where were we? So that's your biggest help, advice help me, help me for people back. is to um, be realistic, I guess is what you were trying to... I mean, if you have any advice or any trends you're seeing even, that'd be cool to hear. Because you're out there at forefront, boots on the ground all day. I don't know if it's so much trends. Because these trends come and go. I mean, the gray thing, ugh, everyone's over that. I think um, when I start a project, I want it to be timeless and everlasting. And Isn't so... That- Rather than succumb to a trend, I'm a little bit the like I'm the one who runs the That's other direction. That's why you last. <laughs> and um, and it's like you can you can bring things in that are potentially trendy or feature something somehow, but know that you would have to change it up. But don't don't put trend into the bones of your exactly. Work. Yeah, That's a really can, good point. I mean, I, I, you know, an aesthetic and a candle, a, a plant, or something that you, you obviously you can change out or whatever to bring a difference to the house, but the bones need to be... That's why that neighborhood he lives in is so fabulous, because it's timeless. It's like almost old European chic, yeah. but every home is different. Mm-hmm. They're not big white glass homes mm-hmm. parading around as a modern, sexy home that has no character. Mm-hmm. I Everything love the character of that Specialized. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. I think you came to one of my open houses in yeah, there. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. The neighborhood is entirely the sum of the parts, and then also one of the... Um, two of the reasons that we uh, really liked the neighborhood and totally just forgot of everything that we needed in a house, which is, again, why we went straight into renovation. Everyone's like, why are you renting a, renovating a house that's only three years old? Well, we need more. It literally was a new construction. She had never installed any personal things. So yeah, it was kind of a yeah. nice open slate for you. I'm so sure. we, um, we love the community of it. And then oh, it was yeah. one of those, some is greater than... You know, I'm really bad at idioms. But <laughs> Me too. That's all, why I can't of all the parts. Yeah. Um, where all the houses together are, you know, they make the space mm-hmm. and the aesthetic. They, that's what helps you sort of separate yourself from Atlanta in a way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel very it's Atlanta. Like a hidden little community. Until they overbuild it and copy that um, template too many places. Yeah. But. Um, but that was that was really critical, and um, and the neighbors reflect that too. They're all people of high caliber. Not that it matters. The neighbors, but yes. They're all very different, and they're big thinkers. Most, I mean, you kind of have to be success, super successful to live in there. But it's interesting how they all kind of gel together. Like, there's some top design. Tim Hibachi lives in there. Like, there's some really big designers that live in there, including yourself, and that says a lot for the community too. Hibachi's in there now? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's been there. He's on five. He's 500 Bismarck. He's right down the street from you. Not that it, not that, that matters, the address. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually... Bleep that. <laughs> honest to goodness, that's not his actual address anyway, but he's on your same street. Yeah. Got it, got it. <laughs> okay, good. That's so funny. They actually had a, a fire. Um, they uh, had a fire on the roof and they re-renovated everything. But yeah. So... So we, we like that, and we also liked the fact that the neighborhood was smart to also set the rules. So people can't just change the color of their house. Yeah. They can't just... There's no riffraff or... There's no riffraff. I mean, who knows outside. what happens when, you know, <laughs> the, the neighbor... 
Hopefully the neighborhood will age gracefully. But, oh, it already um, has. I mean, it's been there a minute. Yeah. It's been there since like 2002. I sold one of the... I Actually, I did sell the first resale in there in 2000. And, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's been there since like 2010 or something because I sold the first resale in 2012-ish. It was all the phases, yeah. Yeah. That was the first phase, yeah. So it, let's transition. Let's go ahead and yeah. talk about, um, you know, the absolutely do or absolutely do not do during um, your purchase of a home. Um, why don't we start with you? So you or sale. Yeah. So you you or just design. purchased this home. You did, went through this um, rehab of it and everything. What would you tell other, you know, buyers or sellers? What's something that you would say? Or even your own clients, yeah. Or clients. What's something you tell them, do not do this? Uh, to do not do... Um, or do do. Or it's... Do um, do. The do not, the big one, is to just do not get rushed into a decision. Your home is your space. Um, there's so much that it impacts in your life, whether you're yeah. aware of it or not. So um, if... If it's a home that doesn't have the right energy to start, regardless mm-hmm. of aesthetic, then that's a huge do not. Mm-hmm. Then if it's a home that it has really great bones but really crap aesthetic, mm-hmm. but you're not going to invest in a renovation, Don't do not. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because you're also going to, to react negatively over the course of your life with that. So... Um, I mean, I like that's great advice. That was I mean, my do not was right. absolutely do not just walk in and immediately say no just because you don't like the mirror. If or you're prepared the to kitchen cabinets, right? If you're prepared to do the rehab, and then I guess that leads and then to, that leads to, to me thing. is that you know if you walk into a space and you, this is this is the energy you want, the bones you want, but you obviously need the money to do that rehab, you can reach out because the, we have rehab. We have rehab loans, so you can actually uh, fund the entire project. <laughs> fund the entire People project through the, you know, and of course it has a lots of guidelines. There's lots of rules sure. to it, but um, what is it called? A two hundred one. There's well, there's, there's a two hundred three k, and then there's a home style where you can, you know, oh, I didn't know that. it can go a little bit higher in a purchase price. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a perfect that's awesome situation for a client that you know right now, especially in there's this no market, inventory right now, so they, you have to right. You've got to be able past to certain things. Yeah, and if you know if you're interested in those, you just got to reach out to your good lender. Yay! <laughs> Cassie is save a hoe. She I literally can call her at like two a.m. and she'll be like, "Here's what you need to do." <laughs> so my question to to just follow through with that. So let's just take you know someone is probably trying to maximize their credit and get the house that they want. So how do you get a loan right on top of that? Right to on. To do the rehab. Say, you got the house loan. Well, isn't it the original it's, it's loan? It's integrated. It's so the original loan. Oh, got it. Got yeah. It. So See, it, people don't know that. Literally, they take an appraisal, they do an appraisal at the beginning of the project to tell us what this house is going to be worth. Well, they're after. in underwriting, right? Before they close. Right. Yeah. And to say, what is this house going to be worth once the rehab is done? Now, you can't take two years for a rehab if you're using a rehab loan. You've got to do it like, you know, you have a certain mm-hmm. time frame that you have to do it in. And then after you're done, you, you get the other appraisal to make sure it came to the value, right? Because you said you, you went over on yours. So when you're using a rehab loan, you've got to make sure you don't go too far over. You're going to have to fund it yourself, right? But you somebody's better than no money. Yeah. Just I mean, knowing you have true. an option. Like you could have just 
financed all of that and then had your How your cool. money from your sale as your backup, right? Instead of having right, so exactly. cool, right? So well, you'll get it again if you ever sell. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess my next question to that would be, so typically, you know, the basic conversation around a renovation, mm -hmm. just to even establish price, is what sort of rehab are you doing? Is this an A level, a B yeah. level, or a C level? That's a level? great question. Is it more, is it I'm like G, F, you know, G, <laughs> Yeah, you're A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. How many letters are there? So, yeah, rehab levels do differ. He's more jumbo, so well, I'm wondering They do differ, but you you don't want to do rehab, rehab that includes like, crazy structural things it doesn't really work for like a home style rehab it's it's not the same so you're if you're wanting to do aesthetic just what exactly what you did to this home mm -hmm. the things you did you you know you took out you put in a, a wall you put in a this you know you can do that with a rehab loan but if you're wanting so to cool. knock down like take the roof off stuff like that that might to the be, studs yeah, yeah that might not be the best it may, may not be the best but it does work for a good bit of the rehab that's that awesome. most people are looking for. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Wish I knew. I know. I was too rushed. Now you can tell I your wish clients. I knew to tell you because I only knew that from working with flippers so long ago yeah. before the market got crazy. And now you can tell your clients that if they are yeah. interested in that. Can call Absolutely. Casey. There you go. See, everything comes around. This is why I love having these conversations. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. Yes, we I know loved your time you. is so valuable and it's been such a pleasure talking to you, Nicholas. And y'all should check him out. You can. Google some of the old Project Runway stuff. I don't know if you want me to say that or not. You can do that, absolutely. But, um, <laughs> He's like, fine, you can. Um, if there's something I've said, my uh, website is my name. Yes. So NicholasComore.com. I was going to say, give your info so people can reach out. And uh, there's a form on there to reach out. You won't see much about me. Uh, the projects that we do very differ and and very greatly so we don't actually put that up as a portfolio it's more private. but if someone is interested then there's obviously uh, things that we can share or I uh, for certain projects can invite those clients to the house so amazing well, well thank, thank you, you so much. much for coming I've enjoyed this so much Me meeting too. you and thanks guys. thanks guys for tuning in and we'll be back again soon yay